It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Keeping track of current events for continuous improvement. In 2015, the Securities and Exchange Commission announced the resolution of an FCPA enforcement action involving Hitachi Limited. There were several interesting aspects to this enforcement action and plenty of lessons to be learned by the compliance practitioner going forward. This enforcement action also presents a clear case for keeping track of current events for continuous improvement. Keeping track of current events for continuous improvements is a part of the mandates found in the 2019 DOJ guidance. The DOJ clearly expects companies to update their risk assessment, policies, procedures, and practices in light of changing circumstances. This means that if a third party changes characteristics so that it becomes subject to FCPA scrutiny, a company must be able to evaluate and react appropriately to such change. Perhaps the most interesting aspect of the Hitachi matter is that it involved bribery of a political party, the African National Congress. This portion of the enforcement action stands as a stark reminder that political parties are covered by the FCPA, just the same as government officials. The 2012 FCPA guidance states, The FCPA's anti-bribery provisions apply to corrupt payments made to any foreign official, any foreign political party or an official thereof, any candidate for foreign political office, or any person while knowing that all or a portion of the payments will be offered, given, or promised to an individual falling within one of these three categories. Although the statute distinguishes between a foreign official, a foreign political party, and an official thereof, and the candidate for a foreign political office, the term foreign official in this guide generally refers to an individual falling into any one of these three categories. The bribery schemes themselves were notable for only for how blatant they were. The former director of the SEC's enforcement division said in a press release, Hitachi's lax internal control environment enabled its subsidiaries to pay millions of dollars to, poli- to a politically connected front company for the ANC to win contracts with the South African government. Hitachi then unlawfully mischaracterized those payments in its books and records as consulting fees and other legitimate payments. According to the SEC complaint, Hitachi was aware that Chancellor House Holdings was a funding vehicle for the ANC during the bidding process. 
Hitachi nevertheless continued to partner with Chancellor and encouraged the company to use its political influence to help win contracts. Hitachi paid success fees to it for exertion of influence during the tender process in an unside-side agreement. The enforcement action does point to the often difficult case as well in providing corporate social responsibility and distinguishing it from outright corruption in certain countries. Operating in South Africa, businesses are encouraged to take on black business partners under the ANC's policy of black economic empowerment and tended to redress economic imbalances created by apartheid. Yet critics claim there is a blurred line between business and politics in the awarding of state tenders in South Africa. However, the ANC front company was charged approximately $190,000 for a stake it returned to over to over $5 million in dividends and another million dollars in a success fee. This case demonstrates the need for a CCO to keep track of current events. It does not mean you must read the newspapers on a daily basis, although that would certainly help. You must rely on your business folks on the ground to keep track of personnel changes in joint ventures or other local partnerships. Moreover, there are several automated due diligence services which literally provide daily updates on a wide variety of persons and individuals who might change positions in a government or move from the public sector to the private sector or back. In many underdeveloped countries, there is a relatively small group of well-educated technocrats who move back and forth between the government to the private sector. They are often involved in political parties. Today's private citizen might be tomorrow's politically exposed person, or indeed may have been yesterday's politically exposed person who still has close government connections. This requires you to navigate carefully, as most usually these are jurisdictions with a high risk for corruption. For the compliance practitioner, the Hitachi SEC enforcement action provides a valuable reminder that the FCPA covers more than foreign officials and officials of state-owned enterprises. Political parties are also covered so that if part of your corporate social responsibility payments are made to political party front groups, your company may get into FCPA hot water. The same can be true if a political party member moves over to become a part of your third party, as has happened in this case. It means you must keep abreast of not only your counterparties, but those who are part of your counterparties during the commercial relationship. This means keeping up with current events is a must and can facilitate continuous improvement. So what are the three key takeaways? Number one, you must have the ability to track continuous, excuse me, current events for continuous improvement. Two, many products and services providers in the compliance space are PEPs. And number three, make sure your partners are who they say they are going forward. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow where we take up another topic in continuous improvement of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. As a call to action, I would ask that you tell one of your colleagues about this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance, 31 days to a more effective compliance program, and this month's topic of continuous monitoring. 31 days to a more effective compliance program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network, and this month's sponsor is Affiliated Monitors. 
I hope you'll join me again tomorrow for another episode in 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.